Is that kind of the dynamic we're going with? Is it like I'm I'm kind of kicking us? You You're get the first. host now. It's a co-host situation. It's more of a roles. Okay, I I'm the starter. You're the first thoughts. It's like Skip and Shannon, they're co-hosts, but Skip always starts it all. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm the woman and Skip in mm-hmm. one person. Because Shannon always gets first thoughts. You feel me? It's true. I don't know if it's apples to apples, but I'm going with it. But welcome back to the Kingdom Vision Podcast. I'm Cole. This is Brayden. And today we're going to be talking about, are you struggling with overcoming sin? Are you struggling with walking with God consistently? Um, you kind of feel yourself getting ruts, in and out of ruts, consistency, not consistency, kind of seasonal. Um, I don't know if seasonal is the right word. Um, seasonal cyclish, cyclish. You go through cycles of motivation to serve the Lord, walking faithfully, and then you kind of walk in sin. You kind of go and you deviate. So if that's kind of you, this will be the podcast you need. Um, to maybe hopefully help you and provide truth, but Brayden, I don't. I have I have the first thought this time. Unless you have a first thought, I can go straight into the first thought I no, got. I'm going to it. So I'm gonna be trying to be extremely practical. Um, the first one I have is read the Bible and pray, um, which would be identified as worship. Yeah. You know, spending time fixing your eyes on God. Um, that's what worship is. We talked about that in an interview with a friend, Caleb, uh, one of the interviews we did recently, that worship is just attention. Um, so you got to spend, put your attention on God, and how is that done? Through prayer, through mm-hmm. reading His Word. If you're struggling and you're, you find yourself in cycles of sin, it probably will help if you're reading on how to defeat that sin. Pick up your cross daily. Present yourself. This is one I want to read right now, Romans 12, 1 through 2. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by the testing, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good, acceptable, and perfect. Like this is a verse that helps a person who is struggling and being cyclish in their sin and not walking as consistent as they want to. Um, but an interesting concept here is. I just got this like not even 30 seconds ago like, before we started a living sacrifice for some reason I got the idea that presenting your body as a living sacrifice isn't always an easy concept like a living a sacrifice you'd be like the word sacrifice isn't always sunshine and rainbows wouldn't always be easy yeah. it maybe it seems like that word sacrifice gives me the imagery of something that could be challenging at times would you mm-hmm. agree oh uh, for sure so Brian, you got any other thoughts i'll go on to that next one unless you got some thoughts on that one i think um you know just personally in my life um a big thing that takes me out of this cycling you know whatever you're calling it you know the cycle struggling is, to overcome sin yeah is to me fasting is is one of the most important things in my life and um, I think that it provides a almost a change of scenery without actually changing places, right? Um, the way it does that is just your daily the the way we daily go about things. It gets totally wrecked once you're fasting. Hundred percent. It's not possible anymore, right? And so just just the same way. <laughs> that's that's good, dude. Just the same way uh, we see in the Bible many times whenever. Um, 
you know, there's something deep happening, a, a, a changing happening uh, that's going to, you know, shift things. Uh, there's that change of scenery, right? You know, the wilderness is uh, the example. There's multiple times throughout Scripture um, whenever the Bible, a Bible character will go into the wilderness, you know, and this provides a place of growing and kind of taking us out of, you know, this worldly, you know, whatever the world's got going on, right? And completely takes us out of it. Because extremely bad. When you're fasting, you're not eating food. And you can fast from social media, but like fasting, one of the versions is food. The only thing you're thinking about is food. So then you have to go straight to God. Exactly. To then, hey, God, give me strength to exactly be the bread be my bread today 100%. so it wrecks you because all of a sudden yes. oh my job is stressful my girlfriend or boyfriend are having problems we're having problems food that's all. food that's it yep absolutely and, and i truly believe that it allows us the time to get perspective right we we can get daily and i've talked we've talked about this a lot on the podcast that we can get in this this daily thing where we're going day by day and we don't take time to look up and realize the realness, the awe of God. And fasting wipes your day out and allows you either to think about you can either you can you have two options. You can depend on God and fast and pray to him or you can just beg for food and 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 that's your only two options, right? Because you can't you just are so hungry and it's truly a special time, and it changed it's changed my life in so many ways. So that's a big thing I would You're say for people. If you take it from somebody, take it from Brayden. I think you've done. He's not going to tell y'all this, but I got to say it. Tell y'all, he has done like some forty day Daniel's fast, only eating nuts. One time you came to my house, it had been last summer, and you were on a Daniel's fast, which was only nuts and greens, right? Uh, so it, it's fruits, vegetables. Uh, <laughs> but the specifically, you you came and, to my house, and, nuts, and I was yeah. like, "What about peanut butter?" You're like, I don't know. I never thought about peanut butter. And then you probably ate peanut butter and oatmeal every meal for about two weeks, for sure. But that was a, that was a good time. But the next point I have specifically is accountability. You're not walking in consistency. Whatever it is, this can manifest in a hundred million different facets. You need to get accountability. You need to get people around you who love the Lord. Me and Brayden, even if it's just one person, Brayden's going to call me out when I'm not walking faithfully. Um, he, I'm going to call him out when he's not walking faithfully. I have other friends that we're going to call each other out. And not to say, like, oh, you got to do that, be that with all your friends, but they, you had to got, got to get those people in your life that say, oh, were you going out last night, and did you drink too much? I did. I drank too much. Were mm-hmm. you lazy last week? Like, did you get your work done or you were watching too much Netflix? You were um, binging Stranger Things and you completely missed church on Saturday. Or, I mean, Sunday. You got Saturday services, too, so it could be Saturday. Yeah. You got to have those people in your life to actually hold you accountable. And that's what God has used in my life to just radically give me victory in so many areas. And specifically for somebody who's feeling cyclish. Because if you're feeling that cycle, you're in that downward cycle. You got to have a brother come in and lift you up sometimes yeah and thoughts on that one we can all hide from accountability and and we have that choice right um when we know which people will hold us accountable which ones won't 
and it's more than likely that that we're hiding from it if you know if we don't have it in our lives right uh, there's accountable people everywhere you mm. you can't go anywhere without without finding people that will hold you accountable right and so you have to make that decision though and give it up uh, give up yourself on that and and make that decision and have these awkward conversations you know you yeah. gotta bust through and break through uh, you know I've had many times where I, I just I sit down with someone and you know we had one today it wasn't it wasn't awkward at all today but uh, he just, just me said and it was Cole. by him saying it's not awkward he, he, he just told me it's awkward bro <laughs> that's what he's saying no it, it, was good. No, it, it was wasn't cool. awkward at all but he you know he's just like hey let's pray and I've had it many times where I'll just go with someone like man you know I want to I it's I, I love you but my favorite thing to do is come together with another person or two and we worship Jesus together right and and people like that in your life it, it, you know, and it also ties together with with talking about sin. You know, anything you can come up with, you, we can talk about whenever we allow Jesus in the in those conversations and, and bust through that weird thing. Like, uh, you the know, weird dance. it's it's a weird dance, and, and there's really no reason for it, right? And if so. you're, what you said, that just spurred a thought in my mind. If you're pushing things down. You are never going to see any sort of victory in your life. you got to allow God to shine his light. You can, he got to shine his light on your life and in your heart, but you can definitely put some blinders and, like, cover up some something yeah. under this barn over oh, here. Oh, for sure. Or the barn over there on that bottom right quadrant of your heart. Yeah. Quadrant. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing about it is that cons- consistency is the mark of a mature believer. And sure. And I know this that, you know, this could this could sound cliche, but it's the whole idea like Jesus never changes. Jesus never changes. If you actually have your eyes completely focused on Him, how much do you think you're going to change? You know, circumstances can change, but I know men that have been able to go through the worst things because they have their eyes on the King that created them. And there's nothing more powerful than that. And that's always what I'll go back to. Uh, it's it's my heart cry, just that people would take time to know God. Because whenever you know God, everything changes in, in your perspective. You can't even explain all the things that it does to you and changes your perspective. You don't even have to try to, to grow out of the fear of man. It's just, it comes away. It goes sure. away. You don't even, you know, you don't even make efforts... You know, there's things that have taken away from me, you know, pride and these things that I, I would try and I'd push and push and push and try and try and try to get away from. And my eyes getting totally singular and focused on God, I look up in a week or two, I'm like, my attitude's changed. Why isn't that there anymore? And it's no effort but just looking at the king that conquered it all, right? That's, that's fire. The third point I have, and this is, again, attempt of me to be very practical, is it's a decision. Your com- complacency, Cole Harris's complacency, every time I've walked in complacency, I've realized that it was my choice to walk in complacency. And I think I've said this analogy many times before, but God has already won the battle. He paved, God paved the way through his son, Jesus. The victory is won already in Jesus on the cross when he shed his blood, died on the cross for our sins, and then rose again. He rose, beat sin and death. So he won. 
an, an analogy I have is that the jail where we're all locked away in our sins and we were locked in there like a prison God by dying Jesus by dying on the cross came and unlocked every single person on this planet's jail cell all you gotta do is get up and walk out it's kind of like a salvation thing but it's the same thing if you're already a believer walking in complacency all you gotta do is not do it all you gotta do is decide Jesus will give you strength Jesus is more than capable to sustain you through a hard time through a situation through temptation through temptation if you're experiencing a temptation right now watching this praying God it will sustain you by the same time God has presented so many things in my own life where I had to step out in faith I had to he he was on the other side of the bridge and I had to walk across or he was on the bottom of the cliff and he was going to catch me and I had to jump off some like God has enabled us to respond and sometimes we have to respond in faith if you are walking in complacency sometimes prayer is an action like I we were talking today I'm sometimes a hesitant prayer and I realize that every time I pray I never fall into sin but when I fall into sin I don't pray it's pretty simple it's an action it's a choice I'm gonna pray and humble myself before the creator of the universe and then all of a sudden I realize man that, that sin is not as good as I thought it was or blah 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 right so the reality is is like faith you gotta have faith you gotta have you got to draw near to God and sometimes that's a decision and and falling when we fall God's grace floods us but it's meant to lead us to God's love and kind of meant to lead us into repentance so allow every time you've walked in complacency every time you've fallen short every time you've whatever allow that grace that God has enabled and God has poured over you to push you to freedom to push you to victory yeah I, you know in my two cents on some of that is it's something that I really struggle with I realized something that an almost just a, the over focus on everything I'm doing can create a lack of focus on what God's doing right over analyzing my every action I'm not perfect, right? Why am I analyzing everything I'm doing when I can look at someone who's done it perfectly already, right? And so I think that overanalyzing and looking at self is really condemnation in and of itself, right? It's analyzing what we've done instead of letting God analyze what we've done, right? Because he's just going to say, here's my son. He paid fully for what you did wrong, right? Jesus isn't condemning you. The Bible is very clear on that. Jesus, there's no guilt, shame, or condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. It says that in the Bible. So if we're experiencing guilt, shame, or condemnation, it is not from us going to him. It's from us analyzing our own mistakes, as I've repeated for the third time. It's <laughs> us overanalyzing our own mistakes and looking at ourselves instead of looking to him and, and receiving grace that is completely f- sufficient for what we did wrong. Yeah, and I think w- I, I'm naturally the individual to like, God, what's the point? God's like, I'm saved. God's going to do what he's going to do. What is my role in it? So that's why my tendency is to like, oh, I need to like respond, 
right? Mm-hmm. There's so many parallel truths happening about God, but I'm naturally a person who's like, well, shoot, God's God saved me. I'm going to go to heaven. Like, God, come do me like a like a puppet master. Pick up my arms, pick up my hands, <laughs> walk me to my Bible, and let me read. That's my tendency. Mm-hmm. That's probably not your tendency, yeah. right? So, like, when I say, like, respond in faith, I'm talking to myself saying, I need to respond. I play a part. God pairs with us, and he wants us to. He wants, you said it when you're talking about the rodeo, is a back and forth. And sometimes right. there's not a back and forth, and it's just different. It's all about cir- circumstance, perspective, situations. Um, but I think a practical sense of responding and making a decision, God says to... When God gives orders, there's no back and forth. Yeah, what's a practical, like, walking by the Spirit? So, uh, I would give the illustration that my day-to-day is a back and forth, right? Like, a lot of me and God's back and forth is, I love you, and it's like, I love you back, right? That's my back and forth. Now, when he gives me an order, there's no back and forth. It's obedience immediately. But we all get to experience the back and forth of, Hey, I love you. What are you thinking about today? What do you have, you know, shout out to Gerardo. He always talks about do this wild thing and ask God what he thinks today and and go for that. Go and chase his heart for the day and it'll change your life. And it, 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 it's amazing. Practical, like talking about point one, get in the word. Be connected to a body of believers. Respond. It's not vague. It's not something that's kind of confusing it's very 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 practical and there's so many more things but that's one example of your if you're not going to church that's probably going to be a reason you're walking in complacency because we're not in accountability like what we said in point two but talking about making a choice you're not going to church on a sunday just respond god god has commanded it now you got to go do it what brain just said but point four I want to shout out a buddy, Tanner Davey. We've been friends for a couple years now, and we always talk, and he encourages me quite a bit. And I asked him some questions. I asked him his thoughts on your walk. someone's walking in complacency, struggling to overcome sin. What advice would you give them? If you are looking to make real change in your life, you need to 100% go for it. There's none of this. You will never find victory or improvement in your walk with the Lord if you keep, like, meandering your way about it what tanner said and this is kind of him getting saved started watching youtube videos he started getting in his word and he started what he said seemed like to be over the top oh yeah well it's gotta be what seems to be over the top he went all in dove head first in the 10 foot end of the pool you know what i'm saying what are your final thoughts brayden i i think that um this is a faith gospel and believing in, in the fact that Jesus paid it all for you is obviously step one. And and so I just, I know there's there can be a lot in just in this podcast, but trust and lean in on him. And so many divine appointments have come from that. You know, my a lot of my friendships, I'd lean into God and he'd be like, hey, shh, you need to go to them, right? It all, this all ties together. And then, you know, then my friendships are leading me into God and, you know, it all interweaves together and we need to make sure that, uh, we, we really, like you said, we make that decision because it it is our decision. We can, and we can live our lives. We can go on forever like this. You know, I've, I've told my mom this a lot that like, I know people that, that struggle with forgiveness until they die. 
So it's not an option because someone's young. We need to do it now, yeah. right? That we can, just like anything, we can, people can continue anything until death, until they die. Let's make the decision now. Right now is the easiest time, okay? It's not five years from now. There's a lot of people in that lie. Right now is your time. Right now is your opportunity. You can do it. Yeah, and my last thought, too, is the fact, you know, you see how to beat lust, how to beat this, five steps to be gluttony. That was a random sin, right? Five steps, how to be whatever. I I don't think this is that, that kind of video, and I don't think we'll ever be those those type of videos because I think that's kind of a wrong way to view beating sin. It's, yeah, it's self-help. Self-help. And what you need to do is pray. Like, if we got up here and said the same thing over and over, seek the face of God, get on your face, and pray, and worship. Mm-hmm. We could repeat that every episode for about 100, and I would feel pretty sufficient, and 100%. maybe we would reword it, maybe we wouldn't, but that's truly, like, the only thing that will ever make a difference in your mm-hmm. life, is prayer, and fasting, and seeking God. Um, so if we didn't get up here and, like, start with that and end with that, I don't feel like we were failing you because we can't provide you any information that'll change your life because it's just information, but only God can save. Only God can convict, work wonders in your life. So that's it for me. That's the end of the episode.